Welcome to Pillager Road! Woohoo! I got it! <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> Do I think I got it that week? My my uh my necker chip keeps running up. Here I am. Hi. Hey, it's ballast. It's lashing. Welcome it's... to pillage overload. No, no, we're not doing that. You're not singing. No, we're like going in like the 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 seventies, eighties game <laughs> show kind of crap here. Welcome. To pillage I don't overload. think about that. Welcome to pillage overload. Um, make sure I am on mute. We are on mute, and obviously. Oh yeah, it looks Hope great. Look good for really quickly <laughs> adjusting. Yeah, so, I, I didn't even mess with the. No, it came out great. It's perfect lining. So uh, hopefully, hear us because uh, Ballast and I got distracted watching. What were we watching? Uh, unexplained. Yes, so it was something unexplained. With the chat. JP Junior, yo ho ho. Who you calling a ho? Who's the ho? What up, ho? Uh, we were watching the unexplained, and uh, one of the, the the segment they were doing right before we realized we had to start getting dressed and get ready to come down for. Oh my god, you know the show. Uh, <laughs> it Curses. Was, me and him are. Places. We've been watching Lieutenant Joe. Well, no, Kenda. What, Kenda, and the other one is unexplained on an unsolved. Anyway. It's an unsolved mysteries in the modern era. And one of the episodes we were watching, actually, they talk about the unexplained. So we were kind of like drawn into it. Like, wait a minute. The yeah, irony yeah. of seeing both of those in the same week and all that. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah. So here we are. Ah, pass the grog. Ahoy, Chad. Ahoy, Glenster. Hi. Welcome aboard to week five, six, six. We're in week six. We are halfway through the season. Week six. Episode four and 23. <laughs> no, we're not there yet. Remember. Remember. <laughs> we're not. Not yet. Remember. It feels like we are. When we hit 100 episode, big giveaway. Big, 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 big. Um, we're talking. Um, you know me. I love giving stuff away. I know you like giving stuff away. There might be a little flag in there. Uh, we're we're talking about putting one of our favorite reference books in there. Looking at some of our other favorite um, collaborators—they're not our collaborators, but people that we really and are friends with and do some pretty awesome stuff. People we, we enjoy. We talk about Captain J, not this Captain J. Captain J's eye patches, maybe something from Octopod Trading. I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's gonna be huge, huge, huge. Can huge. I have a card? Do I get one? Or no, you can have it. Not that I can read it, but cool. Well, I don't Thanks. know what you want. <laughs> it's just, you asked for a card. I gave I you a card. I didn't know if one was mine or one was yours. I was just asking. You can have it. Okay. I'm fine. Not that I, I, I can't read it anyway, so. Yeah. Well. We'll go with it. It's good. I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. So, February 9th. Let's just make sure we're on top of the date here and we're not getting ahead of ourselves. So, uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody <laughs> in the future. It's Tuesday, and hmm. this is Thursday, and we'll be back next Thursday, and we'll say it again. But happy Valentine's Day from your from this pirate to your pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to say? Uh, we got some new products up on the site. Uh, we got two new vests. Um, that that bronze and gold vine one. That one was, I've really, you, you're, you're a fantastic photographer. You are a fantastic photographer. 
This man is getting excellent. I try. He's getting excellent with photography. I'm absolutely loving it. Totally digging it. Uh, looks great. Um, just something I had on hand. Leftover uh, some fabric. You know, just a little leftover. Just a little leftover. Something we had on hand. Threw together. Threw it up on a site. It is in the style of the 1760s. Very short. Uh, there are no pockets on that one uh, because most of the time with that fabric, no that style, there is one pocket. You got to go inside the coat, which is probably where you want it sitting. Yes. Uh, so got that up there actually. And today finally got it posted is a new two in one board game. Uh, we're always talking about things to do in camp, you know, kind of disconnecting. And anybody who's in the piracy nah. and all that, we want to disconnect as much as we try to Get disconnect. off your cell phone. Cell phone. Cell phone. Hello. I hear seashore. Hello. Sandy sells the seashore. Hello. Sandy. Seashore? Sandy? 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 No. Okay. Um. So we got a new. Seashore, seashore, by seashore. Something like that. I remember I, I was in second grade and I made a puppet and it was a snake that sells in. Anyway, reminiscing here. <laughs> way back machine. Uh, so there is a new, the, the additional new item we just put in the store. It's a two for one game. It is a board game called Al, I'm going to fuck this up. Al, Al Alcacase. I can't even help you with that. You you know you see the word in your mind, right? It's a like, good That's exactly what. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it says in my mind. Alcacase. It's checkers. All right. It's it's medieval checkers. Uh, we got that. Because checkers has changed so much since medieval times. Right. But the poem. Sure fact is, it's from medieval times, so that's pretty cool. Everybody, uh, you kind of get what the point is. That it's a two for games. So you got that, and the other part is hounds and hares, and they got separate pieces for it. I put pictures are on the listing. Uh, the the directions of the game will be on the back of the board. But the idea is being camp, having some thing to do. It's supposed to be a strategy game. I don't know how strategic you are at the end of the night in yeah. camp. This does not lend to strategy. My strategy is much of this. My strategy is keeping the pieces on the board and not losing them at that point. Yeah, really? Yeah. And it comes they look like rocks. Well, Go figure. Yeah. You'll never lose that. Well, the Alkiris. Alkiris. I'm going to have to look that up. I know what it looks like. I know how it smells. We know this game. I don't know how I would say it. So, yes. We're selling one. The pieces are rocks, which they're all the same color, the same shape, 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 shape. <laughs> Short pause. Short pause. Do over. Repeat. Oh God, I still can't read this. Cut. Cut. One, two, three. Again. Alcacricor. <laughs> I hope you guys are finding this entertaining because um, <laughs> I'm yeah. totally not figuring it out. Anyway, it's like checkers. We found similar stones. Very pretty. I think it's cool. And then hounds and hare is the other part of the game that's on the same board. It's got a bunch of different names to it. Soldiers and all that. It's from the Napoleonic War time frame, 19th century. 
again, another strategic game where obviously the hare has to escape the hounds. Uh, so I thought it was cool. Um, Lindsay, uh, Mama Lynn. Friend of ours. Friend of ours. Um, shit, I don't even know what her nickname was because it's been a while since we've been in all that. Will the gay pieces be able to be fired from a cannon? <laughs> Technically, they could, could be. So yes, if you, you if you're lacking cannon, if you don't want the game pieces anymore, you get mad. Al Kirke. thank you, Bo. Al Kirke. Snowco Pixie, yes, thank you, Jesse. I totally escaped that one. I am having she's a night. Good, she's not good with words <laughs> like that. I are engineer. I'm having one of those nights. Leave yeah. me alone. Yes, Snowco Pixie. She she introduced both those games. Um, we are indeed Robin Deploy. And Ballas came up with a pretty cool board with looks like a map and all that. And we picked some pieces out. I mean, differential equations. Hey, if you need to figure out like how to orbit a probe around Mars, this is your girl right here. Maybe not the moment, but sure. <laughs> but pronouncing that word? Yeah. No. Just in case of an impending, anything is available in the case of an impending evasion. Anything, anything. Yeah, anything. You can throw this, rocks this, in the cannon. This pen, it's all good. This pen is yeah. good too. Even, rocks, pens, even even pieces of eight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously. I mean, if you really get desperate, your life's in the line of it, and it's yeah, this could be yeah. shrapnel. That's basically what it is. So yeah. Anyway, go check it out on site. It's on our website. Uh, the pictures are up there. It's really cool. If you have any questions on it, ask us. Maybe we should. We do might a, help you out. Or we could do a little game. Just, we definitely can't pronounce it for you, but we'll help you out in other ways. No, we should record ourselves beating the shit out of each other with it. Be like, and and then what I'll do is I'll do it on time lapse, so it really looks like looks like we're going crazy with it. So we're crazy. We, don't we are crazy. Anywhere crazy. Well, we are crazy, but we're not stupid, which is why this past weekend we were at the Polar Plunge in Virginia Beach and uh, the water was Good warmer. Transition. Thank you. Well uh, done. That was very, like, very yeah. smooth. That's something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it The water was warmer than it was in the outside air temperature. And we are here to tell you it was fucking cold. It was cold. <laughs> the wind didn't help yeah. at all. It, it was whoo. 36 degrees with about a 10, 15 mile an hour wind. Which brought it down to what, like a 20? It felt yeah, like 20 or something cold. like that. It was cold. But we had fun. It, it was do. rough. We keep ourselves uh, warm. <laughs> yeah, we keep ourselves warm. We keep ourselves warm. Uh, they, they have a heated tent, so obviously we go in there and we hang out and we dance and take pictures. We had a couple of the guys from last year actually came up and, and were like, oh, pirates, and took our picture again. One gentleman in specific, and actually the weird edition, it was the weird edition, the weird edition from season six that we, um, it was probably one of the last episodes I posted from Pillage Overload. I had shared pictures from Polar Plunge last mm -hmm. year, and one of them, God bless this man. Wearing a one-piece bathing oh, yeah. suit. 
in a leopard print or whatever it was. And he came He's up something. And, and he came up again this year. Yeah. He came up again this year to Willis and myself. Actually, he went to Willis and I was sitting there talking to somebody else and I'm getting yelled at and I'm turning around. And as I'm turning around, he's like pulling off his overcoat and everything and like completely stripping and Willis is there. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's my cue. <laughs> he knows. I'm running out there trying to get right next to him. Not too close. Sitting there drinking my uh, my warm beverage and <laughs> having the picture to it. Uh, cool, fun picks on the fan. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Bobo is also amazing photographer. That the um the Tito bottle that was getting passed around that was a funny picture. And also the news channel. The news channel was giving away those glasses. Mm -hmm. So if you see us in those really high reflective glasses, it was actually the news channel was giving them out, and we thought it'd be a lot of. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. Everybody putting them on and. The rapper video pictures. with me, you, and Willis. At, that's what it was, it was like. Good. Tupac Shakur. Yeah, sunglasses. Bo was like the sunglasses. Those were epic. Which good is good fun. because somebody forgot his sunglasses going out to the plunge. So I didn't have any coming home. So I had a backup pair going back. <laughs> At least. Good times. So it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's funny enough that the other day my Facebook memories came up and it was a live stream from 2020 when we try to do our first village overload live, but I was doing it when everybody was running in the water and I made the same comment, like it's colder outside than it is in the water. It's warmer in the water. Same thing this year. So it was, yeah. It's funny how things has come full circle. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to get more of the crew that comes out. And also this year, they actually was record breaking, wasn't it? They they definitely, their goal was a million. I think they had a million five. Yeah, a little over a million five. And I think it was their best year ever, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So, Everybody's back, ready to donate, ready mm -hmm. to do stuff. There was just as many people there as there always is. That's the amazing part, is it cool. was. Even so... 2020, we were there. Obviously, 21, they canceled it. 2022, which was last year, was right back into the midst of things. And I don't think it ever missed a beat. I don't think in 22, there was less people. Maybe the donation piece was a little bit slower because of the COVID and the financial situation everybody was in. But the amount of people there... I don't think it ever misses stuff. It, it was mm -mm. it was still packed. It was still insane. The groups, I, I think it, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun for us to go out there. And it, it, it's a huge kickoff. It feels like, all right, we're back in pirating yeah, The season. energy at that event is really cool. Just because everybody is just pumped and ready to go and run around in crazy costumes and it's a lot of fun you you look at a lot of those people like you're drunk you're drunk you're drunk you're drunk i mean come on <laughs> it's 10 o'clock in the morning you're freezing your ass off and the best part it's is, is they have the costume contest the parade and everything and you don't plunge until one o'clock in the afternoon so it's like yeah a, a lot of build-up yeah a lot of build-up so we go into a plunge, and then as a crew, we went and ate. And this year, 
we actually were able to hang out for a lot longer. We didn't get bailed upon <laughs> like last year. Last year, Ballas and I were watching the whole crew go leave us. We're like, yeah, like Bye. what? Two, three o'clock in the afternoon. It was probably three. Left. It was probably between three and four. Everybody yeah. left us. We went in the room. He took a long nap. We woke up and he's like, all right, I'm awake. I'm like, all right, what's at the bar? And <laughs> we yeah. at the bar for the rest of the night. Uh, yeah, the hotel rooms did help this year. And yeah, yeah it, it well, it helped a lot because of the cold. And uh, we had two different rooms. Having the rooms close to where we were. Yeah. Participating was nice too. Yeah, you had uh, Mr. Willis was in one that was near on the one side of the Neptune statue, and we were on another one on the other Neptune statue. So we had a good diversity where we were at when we were walking back and forth. Um, really, what okay, let's just talk about our hotel room. It was the weirdest thing I have ever seen. Yeah, we walked up to our room and a and B. So you're standing outside in the hallway and it says A and B on the room number. So you're like, okay. So you go through the first door and then there's this little area. And he means little. Yeah, like three foot by three foot. Like the depth of this bar almost. Yeah. It's just big enough to open the door into. Rugby, shut up. And then you walk into that and there's a door here. And a door here. One's the door for us. The other one's the yeah. other room. A and B. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then they have he, one entrance for two rooms. It's really weird. Um, Somebody, everybody commented that they thought our rooms were timeshares, which would make sense. Because if it was a timeshare, you might want to have two rooms for one suite. Because you can obviously, once you're in the room, leave the the door propped open and only have that main door to come in. Obviously we didn't know who the hell was in the other room, but next year, if we could convince another uh, crew member to come and hang out and us have the two rooms and party, <laughs> those beds were hard as shit. Though. <laughs> yeah. That was the only drawback. Uh, they were, they were hard as hell. But that, that, it was a great weekend. It definitely got us drive for the season coming. And uh, really, at that that's the only event we have right now. Next event for at least Ballas and I is the Irish Festival in Churchill here in Richmond. Mm-hmm. We go and do that. Obviously, we'll invite any of our crew to come hang out with us and dress. We go out. Bring your kilt. Bring your kit. Or kit. Bring a kit. If it has a kilt, even better. Bring a kit. Come out. Uh, we get dressed up. We go out. We we hit it first thing in the morning. Donate to go in there. Again, another place we donate money for because they bring it to the restoration of St. Peter, St. John's Church. St. John's Church where uh, Paul Revere said no. the mm-hmm. regulars were... No. Not the regulars. That would, the that would, that, Paul Revere all took place in Boston. Who am I? It was Hamilton gave his speech anyway. about, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So one of the founding fathers gave a speech in the church on in Churchill. It, yeah. The British were coming. The British were coming. <laughs> 
I'll leave it That wasn't that. it, but yeah. Anyway, it's a church here in Richmond. Uh, so that, Somebody look it up. Google it. Yeah, Google it. That's in, that's, that's obviously, <laughs> surprisingly enough, it's not the same weekend as St. Patrick's weekend. St. Patrick's weekend is March 17th and it's on a Friday. It's not that weekend. It's following weekend. But we'll be there in full kit and regalia and drinking. And no, we're not stuff. drinking water. Yeah. Stay hydrate. Hydrate or die. So that's that weekend. And then April is where everything really starts to kick off with our crew. We got an event in Thomasville, North Carolina, and then Yorktown, which is our biggest event of the year. So I'm just like so stoked. It's been a lot of fun and just try to get, I'm ready for the year. Things are starting to happen. And and in Dallas, cook burgers tonight on the grill outside. And we're like... We're oh, ready for summer. I know. It was like 70 degrees today. I don't even know what to do after 35 degrees last Thursday. It was 70, but it was overcast and absolutely miserable. It, it wasn't yeah. very pretty. That Yesterday was, really was nicer than today. But yeah. it was still 70, so we still cooked out. So good times. Um, yeah. So uh, one last thing. <laughs> YouTube shorts. The year... I don't get it. I don't understand it. But I just posted of a short from Ballas and I in St. Augustine shooting live fire cannons from David Bain's cannon. Um, and the one I actually posted was great shot that I was firing. Um, but you can't really tell from the footage that was live fire. Obviously, any of the footage that we showed yeah. from Black Power, you can't tell it was live. But it is live. There were cannonballs. And within the first five shot. in the first five hours, that thing went over two thousand views. It's like I the dip it dip it dip it I don't get it. So <laughs> anyway. Broadside, what's up? March twenty-fifth and twenty-sixth. Yes, Jesse, that is the Richmond uh harvest uh, harvest, Jesus. The Richmond um Churchill Irish Festival. So, dude, if you have a chance, come out and check it out. It's a lot of fun. It gets really crowded yes. on Saturday at like lunchtime. So, smoke, snow cone, Ballast and I will hit it right when they open. And then, depending on how we feel in the crowds, we end up leaving around lunch. Yeah, we'll we usually go. Uber down there. So, we will yes. have a vehicle. Yeah, Uber. Uber. It's so downtown Richmond. Up, Parking sucks. Yeah, if you end up driving, more power to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Good luck parking. I know. I, I I trust you, Jesse. Just let me know. You could park at me or um, Smoke's house and Uber and yeah, too. If you, don't if go you in. Do that if way. you want to come, if you want to come down to the Irish Festival, let me or Smoke know. You can park at either one of our houses and Uber down instead of dealing with that drama. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so St. Augustine live. Like it. I don't know. It's bizarre. We'll figure it out. So, <laughs> go watch it. This week's talk for Pillage Overload. On this week, we discuss. Uh, we talked about Alan J Alexander Selkirk last week. And uh, both Glenster and David Vane kind of ruined it for me. Wilson! Robinson Caruso. <laughs> he was essentially the topic that, that Daniel Defoe wrote Robinson Crusoe on. And that novel, which was published on April 25th, 1719, so it's kind of 
interesting. It's in the same time frame of us all talking um, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it takes place within the Golden Age piracy. Because he was uh, discovered February 2nd on 1709, as you guys discovered last week. We'll be at Viking Experience in Stem, North Carolina that weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You were telling me about that. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Have fun. Message me. <laughs> I, I emailed you. I asked you a couple mm, questions. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, you still got a lot. Mm. <laughs> have your people. Have your people call my people, people, which is you and me talking. Is <laughs> 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 you and me connecting. Um, but the... Daniel Defoe, when he wrote about Alexander Selkirk and Robinson Crusoe, was the idea was the first um, reality TV, I guess you could call it, with books. It was one of the first survival novel genres, and really, and, and if you think about it, being on an island alone. And I'm going to ask this man because he actually sat down and watched. Robinson Crusoe, the 1950s, which isn't the original. No. So <clears throat> it's not the original movie. No, but he sat down and watched it today. It was something. And, and you think about uh, uh you think about Castaway and the dialogue and how the silence in it, and then you think about how a written book is and the interlogue. Mm. I mean, really, when you're reading yeah, the you book, got, it's a dialogue. Yeah, when you when you're reading the book, you got an inner dialogue going on, and you know. Books tend to go into obviously way more detail than movies do. Some movies do a really good job at capturing that detail in a small amount of time that they have to tell the story. Um, this kind of story is hard to do because it's there isn't much dialogue, so it's mostly character based. Uh, and the one I, the version I watched was. I'll just say not that great. It was one that it you a, specifically wanted to watch. Yeah. What 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 made you specifically want to watch that one? That's what I would. I mean, you were very adamant about watching this particular one. What what made you want to see that one? Considering there's like freaking. Uh, well, a first dozen. of all, it was it was free because <laughs> okay. there is a 1997 version of it with. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Is that the one with Christian Bale, or is that no, Treasure Island? Those, oh, I'm thinking of this one had Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Um, but that one wasn't free, so I didn't feel like renting it. Um, anyway, uh, I didn't want to go that far back because the one, the original one, um, the older one is from the 1930s, and I just, I don't know. I didn't want to watch a movie that old um, considering I was trying to use it for uh, to talk about during the show tonight. So it's interesting that you were saying that one of the original ones was from 1930s because in 1932 is when they're starting to say that the book was not side note in 1932, Daniel Defoe, if you're familiar with name, they, an author and publisher tried saying that the general history of pirates was written by Dan Defoe. 
and it was 1932, which sounds like it's around the same, same time frame that that's either 32 or 34. With that's I when can't the, remember what year exactly I, in the 30s, but yeah, I just think it's and it interesting. had a really famous actor, and I can't remember his name, either. which is interesting that that movie would come out, and all of a sudden, some movie be like, Yeah, you know, General History Pirates, yeah, yeah, that was by him, too. Yeah, which which it wasn't there. There's no hard, there's evidence. no hard proof that it was Defoe. Um, the guy, they do think that Defraud. whoever did write it was using an alias, but I don't think it was Defoe using an alias. Charles, Captain Charles Johnson, for yeah. if you guys are not familiar with it, is a general history who of is, pirates. A, who is credited with writing it as the author on the cover of the book. Which is what we know pirates today. Mm, and um, all the wood carvings and all that. So I picked this one because it was... Still new enough, but not old enough to be too old. <laughs> That's interesting way <laughs> to put it. So, but I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell because I've never read the book. So I don't have anything to compare it to. All I know is, I mean, I hope the book was a lot better than the movie because the movie was not that great. I mean, you were telling There's not much to it. it you know, you think about Castaway. I've seen now that I've seen this version of Caruso and I've seen Castaway because I love Castaway. It's a really good movie. Mm -hmm. It, um, their Castaway could be considered a modern version of Robinson Crusoe. I mean, if you look at it, he's it's based on the same time frame as Selkirk, right? Yeah. He actually in, in, uh, Castaway, he was on the island for four years. Selkirk was on the island for four years. Uh, he was in the middle of the Pacific. Selkirk was in the Pacific. Uh, he was, I mean, he he didn't get picked up the same way because Selkirk got found on the island, obviously, mm -hmm. and cast away. Don't need to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it because I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it. But he built a raft and uh, got picked up by a ship. He also didn't have um, Spanish coming and pissing yeah, on the tree well, and hiding it. <laughs> modern, modern version. He wasn't hiding in trees trying to avoid people. But anyway, um, so I mean, it's still, it's it's actually more. Honestly, it's more similar than uh, Robinson Crusoe is to Selkirk's actual story, because. Um. And I'm about to spoil Robinson Crusoe for you. So if you haven't seen or read the book or seen the movie or read the book, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm giving you a warning. Wah, wah. If you don't want to listen, turn your eyes. Flashing red lights. Turn your ears. <laughs> ignore the next five seconds. So he was an Englishman and he was shipwrecked. Um, they got caught in a storm and the ship hit hit a shallow water and basically ran up on the rocks right next to an island. Uh, if you know the story. Which And story? it's really strange. Selkirk or the Caruso story? Caruso. Okay. So there's a, first off, there's a difference right there. Um, because <laughs> that never happened to Selkirk. Secondly, no. they, it takes place in the Caribbean. It does not take place in the Pacific Ocean. So, which is another bang, bang, boom, difference, difference there. Uh, 
the he was able he, so in the beginning he goes and he's the lone survivor of this shipwreck okay the rest of his crew died and the reason you know this is because he comes ashore and then he goes back he sees the ship the next day he spends a night on the island and sees the ship the next day and was like oh shit so he swim, swims out to the ship and realizes that nobody else is alive but him so he gathers up some a bunch of supply like a bunch of supplies which somebody he washed it i know about the selkirk story and it's like when he was telling me this I'm like where the hell is the rest of the crew um, real quick, mm -mm. real quick. April 15th, Turtle Fest in Thomasville. Yes, Broadside, we will be there with Liz Cannon Company. Actually, Parley 8 will be vending at that event. And, and we will be vending from inside the, the LCC encampment. Yep. Um, and then Glenn says, in Movie Castaway, I always wondered why they chose Four Years Stranded. Selkirk homage, that makes some sense to you. You know, thank you. I definitely think it... it well, it's just long enough to be what, gone. What was the Crusoe time frame? That I think you need to point that out too. What was the crew? Oh, the Crusoe time frame was 28 years. He was there for a whole lot longer than Selkirk was on his island. Yeah. And I think they chose four years, maybe be, uh, because it's just long enough for people to kind of forget. I guess I don't want to say forget about you, but. For it to be a long time, you know. I would like to also say with that, is especially that when you're the guy that's on, forgotten stranded about. <laughs> on the island, four years to you is a long freaking time. Well, you also got to think about with Selkirk, he was on an island that was visited. We talked when we were talking about this last yeah. week, we were saying he was visited four times in the four year time period, it's like once a year because of the route it was in. And the same thing with Castaway. Clearly, he knew that the ships came by because he saw them, and that's why he but, devised. Yeah, he was, he but was he was still definitely too far. he was definitely alone. But because that island was right. But I think in the movie it was really small, and it was very far from the shipping lane. So yeah. when you're on that island, you could probably see the ships go by, but there is no way to signal them. So maybe that yeah, was the motivation more, for yeah, him to get off that island exactly. and no one that was coming. More distress, like mentally distressing. Yeah. I mean, Selkirk probably wasn't as mentally distressed because he had people visiting the island. That were Spanish and they would distress they may him not have been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they may, may not have been people he wanted to leave with, but still, they were coming. And... They were bound to come sooner or later because that island was visited. Mm -hmm. So I, I believe eventually he would have, one way or another, he would have gotten rescued. But in Castaway's case, he was never getting rescued. Well, it was it, also movie magic. Yeah. Put it he was way. never, he was <laughs> never, the only way he was ever getting off that island is the way he got off that island. Um, in the case of Robinson Crusoe, uh, well, turns out, <laughs> so uh, at the point where he's bringing the supplies back, yeah, he brought a lot of supplies. That's back. what you were telling me. It was like, like he, well, <laughs> like okay, you can take, you can put back. it down to he was, 
yeah, like he had, he brought everything back with it, everything he needed, and the stuff he didn't need, he made. <coughs> Granted, he was there for a long time. But when you're there for 28 years, you got some time on your hands. So he built himself a little, he found a cave, built himself like this little fort and all kinds of stuff. And so versus the two huts from Selkirk, he just kind of built his own village. Yeah. I mean, the way they had it in the movie is basically like he had a cave and then outside the cave, it, he built like a wall around it mm -hmm. where you had to go over the top of it with ladders. He had one ladder on the inside and one ladder on the outside. So you climbed over the top of it. Guessing he did that to keep predators out or whatever. The cat's meow. Yeah. Speaking of, he had, he found, while he was out on the ship, he also found a cat. And when he got back on the shore, it turns out that the crew had a dog with him too. So he had a dog and a cat when he started out. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it just, he wasn't having a rough time of it really. Um, it was a vacation. He, yeah, he basically he brought so much stuff back from the ship that he had food and water. He found there was a, he found a river on the island, so he had a constant water supply. He wasn't hurting really. I mean, granted, yeah, he had to learn a lot of survival stuff and how to do things. Stuff. But once you learn all that, you know, once you get all that down. You're just living, basically, <laughs> you know. But it turns out, um, after he'd been there for a while, which is another strange twist in this story, I didn't. I, so apparently, there were there was another island off in the distance that he he because he had a, a scope that he could see. Was... Yeah, scope, you know, scope. He could see this other island and eventually find out that there are uh, cannibals living on this island. And Stay they, away from them! They came to his island. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah. So the first time they came around, they sacrificed somebody and he got all like bent out of shape and oh, you know, he was all freaked out. So he's like trying to Make sure that they couldn't come Does, back and get him. Or find him. Yeah. So he's always on the prowl checking them out and making sure that they're not coming back. Well, they came back. <laughs> well, clearly. There's only so many <laughs> islands yeah. they could visit. Like, dang, 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 dang. The second time they came back, two of the people that they were going to sacrifice escaped. And he ended up saving one of them. And then he ended up saving him because he the natives came and chased him and... He ended up killing the people that came after him, and then he made friends with the guy that he saved. And what did he name the guy that he saved? <laughs> he named him Friday. Why did he name him Friday? Because he caught him on Thursday, and the next day was Friday. Next dog we name, I'm going to name him the day after we get him. Mm -mm. We're going to give him a Wednesday, we're going to call him Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, if he wanted... Things to be different in Robin Caruso compared to Alexander Selkirk's short stint on on the island. There was a whole lot different. But apparently but the movie was very well sold. I mean, that movie, excuse me, the book. The one thing that was pretty much identical um, 
was his reliance on the Bible. Um, so Crusoe definitely got into reading the Bible and his religious experiences based on that helped him uh, survive his time there. And yeah, so the, that book became a bestseller, obviously, is what we talked about. Um, and then in 19, I think it was 1999, <coughs> 96 or 99, that the island that Selkirk was marooned on, they actually renamed it to Robinson Crusoe Island. It's now a popular tourist destination and a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Imagine it. I might have to buck up the money and rent the one with Pierce Bros and check it out. See what the difference is, because it would be interesting. Uh, after you've seen that, it'd be interesting to see something that was a little bit more modern age and how to. And I mean, like you said, you're abandoned on the island yeah. by yourself. How do you make that interesting? You know, movies in the fifties. You know, or movies in the fifties. You know, he wrote a sequel to the book. Did he? Yeah, it's called The Farther Adventures of Robinson Crusoe. Uh, so beyond the 28 years of him being stuck on that island, yeah, apparently it's the you know, Further Adventures of Robinson Crusoe. Uh, but yeah, that would when he wrote that book, it was said to be the mark of the what they call it, the realistic fiction as a literary genre. Uh, I guess that's where Survivor comes into when you start thinking about the TV. Well, considering what he went through for 28 years, I don't know that Crusoe would have wanted to have further adventures. But no. I guess apparently no Defoe decided he was going to do it. I guess he had no it. choice. <laughs> well, Defoe also died penniless. Really? Yeah. Died chasing debtors and everything. Wow. The man also was 70 years old when he passed away. That's the other part that absolutely blew my mind. A, uh, seven, good life. Uh, how old are you? 1731. I want to say 21. 1731 at the age of 70. And he actually died only a day before um, the anniversary was published date from Robinson Crusoe. He died April 24th and April 25th is when he published Robinson mm -hmm. Crusoe. So the irony of that all. Oh my. But uh oh, did you did you know that there is a Robinson Crusoe Day? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's official, huh? It is. So not only do they rename this island after him, but they also named a day after him. It was founded in 1999. Um, shit, I don't remember what day it was. I think it's. A, I actually think it's a February, honestly. Uh, honorary day to celebrate the literary work of Daniel Defoe, along with all the stories, basically to encourage yeah, all the stories that were based on anything back then. Yeah. It, it, it was the attempt was to re reaffirm, <coughs> you know, rekindle reading. I mean, back in ninety you know, back in ninety nine, they were reading. having the same issue that we're having today with <laughs> reading. Um. But when originally people, published, in other words, people not doing it. Yeah, like uh, it, you don't like to read. I don't know. I don't um, so basically, the idea is that it was there for stories and tales that were inspired since then. And uh, when originally published, when Robinson Crusoe was originally published, they screwed up 
on purpose. I don't know if it was on purpose or not. And it was put under the author's name of Robinson Crusoe. So the book was called Robinson Crusoe and the author was listed as Robinson Crusoe. So people thought it was an autobiography. Oh, Lord. I bet you when they discovered that it wasn't, they were totally upset. Because here they are about reading Woods Rogers' account of Alexander Selkirk. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here you come with Robinson Crusoe in his novel. Yeah. Uh, and he's like way better. So. Because he was 28 years. What, Woods Rogers, I think, published his journals. Uh, 1712, 1711, I think is what we were talking last yeah, so week. all this was right around the same time. The book was released in 1721. So the book was 1719. So the book was released almost eight years after. So you got to think about, the, you're looking at these uh, journals and everything from Woods, Roger, Woods Rogers and almost eight years later, like this new book from Robinson Crusoe and you're like, holy shit, there was another one? Yeah. Like, how the hell are we leaving all these people Imagine marooned on that. islands? Should be February 10th because it's moving every four years. Oh my God, that is brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use it next year. February 29th is officially Alexander Selkirk Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's It can't be Robinson Crusoe because he does it every 28 years. I love that. Good call. That's a good Who's one. That? Glenn. Oh. I, like, Leave it to Glenn. Putting the dots together. That's. I'm going to pull that one out next year. Hey, you know what the official day of April 29th is? Alexander. February 29th? Yeah, whatever. Did I say <laughs> Alexander 29th? You said February, April. Oh, because I was thinking Alexander. Alexander and April. You know, they, they sound the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's been a long week. That's what happens when you leave work and like later than normal. <laughs> He's laughing. Yes, uh, freaking that's an awesome idea. Uh, totally gonna do that. Um, did we miss anything? Some yawning. Sorry. Uh, um, we talked about the sequel. We talked about how it was maroon. Yeah, the character survival. I can't read on there. No, there is no other fun facts. <laughs> We're, I mean, all, we're all out of fun. Good night. Novel was a bestseller, has been translated into many languages, is considered one of the most widely read books in the world that I have not read. Yeah. I don't even I remember. The movie. No, I don't no, even no. remember it being on the uh, reading list when I was in school. It wasn't. No? No. Nope. Apparently. It not for me. Either. Apparently, it was not that important. So, no, yeah. We had Old Yeller and. Mice and Men uh, and um, yeah. to Kill a Mockingbird in 1984. Is that what it was? Really? You had 1984? I fucking hate that book. That's kind of creepy. They made you read that in school? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. There was a lot of books I had to read when I was in school. I'm like, right. why am I reading this? All right, I read it. I never want to. Yeah. Only in Jersey. I wasn't in Jersey, Jay. Oh, Maryland. Sorry. Yeah, Maryland and Japan. Yeah. I was in Maryland and I was in a Dodd school. Okay. Go figure. If they had me reading of that when I was like in kindergarten or first grade, we'd had some serious problems. <laughs> Total <laughs> problems. Me, but... I don't mean anyway. Yeah. So that's the wrap up of Alexander Selkirk. He was um 
it was kind of cool digging into that a little bit. Uh, seeing the quantity of movies and books and just the adaptations and everything from Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, there are some funny ones that goes to Mars or whatever. Yeah, there's one that Robinson Crusoe goes to Mars. Like, this is the what? Yeah. And it's, that's like an early. Years on Mars. That's like an early 1900 movie, too. I don't know what the hell we were thinking on that one. Uh, so, um, next couple weeks. So, obviously, we're not going to be talking about Selkirk next week. We're not doing another three, four weeks of one character. Morgan drained me. I'm done. Over it. Beyond that. Next subject. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, next week, moving on, is Tuesday. Make sure you say hi to your sweethearts. <coughs> say happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. If you want a late Valentine's Day present from Parley 8, we got earrings. <laughs> we do have some bags. I think that's all I got of the ladies stuff right now. I am going to work on some ladies' pockets, but that's coming down the road. Yeah, pockets. Ooh. Hey, pockets are the shit. All right. <laughs> you know, you bitching about how your older stuff doesn't have hey, pockets. In the 18th I century, will, pockets were. I shit. will give you a pair of those ladies' pockets to put underneath your kit so you can shove like a stuff. watermelon into them. Lots of stuff. Oh, you yeah. can put lots of stuff in it. Sorry. Uh, so. Next week, I think we discussed, we're going to talk about Sam Bellamy. Yay. Because he's my favorite. Woohoo. It's Valentine's love story. <laughs> Sam Bellamy. Aww. Yeah. I got to, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's my favorite bard. If you didn't know that by now. <laughs> if you haven't been watching us. Look at you all giddy. Sam Bellamy. Like- <laughs> Too bad he's dead. <laughs> So anyway, next week, Sam Bellamy. Won't you marry him? <laughs> Be like that ghost pirate, Blackbeard, mere Blackbeard spirit. <laughs> then I'm going to divorce the spirit. Maybe it'd be cheaper fees. <laughs> might be cheaper just all around. <laughs> but he isn't going to be asking me for a Divorcing cannon. Divorcing a guy. There you go. Uh, so next week, we're going to talk about Sam Bellamy. And then the week after that, um, we'll talk a little bit about shipwrecks. Surprise! <laughs> From your favorite host, Shipwreck. Because <laughs> I love Shipwrecks. It's all about you. It is all about me. You're <laughs> the one who insisted that we talk about Shipwrecks. What did I, I was talking about Sam Bellamy and Witta. Which is a Shipwreck. You expanded it to... Shipwrecks. But we're going to talk about one. We got to talk about them all. We need to talk about all the known pirate shipwrecks. <laughs> yes. That doesn't See, include. That's exactly what you that said earlier. That doesn't include. That doesn't. Shut up. That doesn't include the satisfaction because satisfaction was not found. There is no. There is no satisfaction here. <laughs> can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> I didn't do too many movie references tonight, did I? No. Besides Wilson no, at no. the beginning of it, but no, it doesn't count because I did it last week. Yeah. All right. So I'll have to find a couple next week. Shall we? Uh, call and it? then that's next to that's to finish out February. Oh, just P.S. Um, the last week the the shipwreck episode might be a short episode. Um, 
Mr. Ballas here is going to be going through a medical procedure. So we're not actually sure his recovery period. So the intent is to come on, but it might be short lived. It might be really quick. Say hi, bye. <laughs> Woohoo. And, and get out of here. Out of your guys' Drive by pirating. Drive by pirating. And then in March, we got Women Pirates. Uh, metric system, basically how, Ooh. yeah, math, <laughs> pirates, percentage, My other favorite subject, proof and proof and percentage. Go from reading to math. Reading, mm. that's not yeah. Reading, no, no yes. No read. We we're talking about books, resources. Oh, when are we doing that? After the math episode? <laughs> before the math episode. <laughs> so before it. Good. I'm going to take your ass back to school. We're going back to grade school, yo. <laughs> anyway. I feel my life hurting already. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe just, you may be just joining lashing for a couple <laughs> weeks there. We're going to say foo-foo with ballast. <laughs> Obviously, uh, one of the episodes we're talking about doing is about pubs and grog. Yeah. Not, that one I get to participate in. Not the woman pirates. Well, women pirates, too. Yeah. yeah. We could do those back to back. <laughs> Pub, women pirates. See, now you got me. This reading and mass shit's got to go. You could see the two that he yeah. picked and the two that All right, guys. Picked. Anyway. We are going to call it. So, anyway, that's the end of tonight's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week. And until then, be safe, stay warm, stay hydrate. But above all else, hashtag drink more rum. Night, everybody. Mm. The ice hit my nose.